good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you're listening. Welcome to another fragmented tech talks. My co-host is not currently with us at the moment, but uh, you know we're gonna knock out episode. We got a great guest. Um, this guest has traveled around the world. This guest has been in many stadiums. This guest has uh, worked with uh, college teams, you know, professionally. This guest is actually in the sports industry, here to give us insight and to, you know, hear more about his life and, you know, what he does. You know, this is fragmented. How, like, you know, tech influence his, uh, you know, influence him to do this and influ- what type of tech does he use in his daily job. So, I wanted you guys to, I time so <laughs> give it up for the one the only david what's up y'all uh call me david out here before we start i just want y'all excuse me for the cough or call your sore throat uh but we're gonna try to make sure it sounds as good as possible all right all right he came with the smooth radio voice already so <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so <coughs> let's tell the people like what, what do you what do you do right now well um so i work in sports medicine I work for a physical therapy company out in uh, Kentucky, and uh, basically, I do a lot of preventative medicine. You know, diagnose sports injuries, try to make sure the athletes rehabilitate and come back as, you know, as good to 100% as you can. You know, sometimes in sports, you're not gonna be 100%, especially in those long season sports. But, you know, you try to make sure they come back as much, as close to, you know, what they were before they got hurt. That way, you can try to prevent. So it's a really tough task, you know, a lot of coordinating with coaches, co-workers, strength and conditioning coaches, trying to build rehab programs, you know, talking to doctors. Luckily, I work for a physical therapy company, so now, you know, that's also more for me, trying to incorporate physical therapists and, you know, then, of course, there's paperwork and insurance. So, you know, all that stuff is crazy, but, you know, it's the thrill of, you know, I got the best seats wherever I'm at. I'm right there on on the field. So, you know, it's the thrill of the moment that really keeps me going. That sounds amazing, man. It sounds like you're living a life right now. Man, you know, like anything, got his hard days and his easy days, bro. But, you know, you just got to make the best out of it. You know, try to find a silver lining. And for me, you know, seeing that athlete that really struggled to get back from, you know, really tough injuries, sometimes surgery, you know, get back on the court, that really validates it for me. You know, sometimes I get a thank you, sometimes I don't. But when I can go out there and look and be like, that was my work, you know, I don't like to brag, but mentally it's like, you know, you put in a lot of work. Don't nobody, don't nobody, you know, don't nobody not like to see themselves put in work. And then at the end, you actually see the outcome, you see the end result, and you're like, wow, this, you know, we really work towards this. It's like one of the most humble, genuine people I know, like definitely. And like so, uh, what what type of sports do you actually like cover? Man, so I've covered everything. Um, I mean, it started back. I went to Stony Brook University. You know, we don't have Stony Brook time. Oh, yeah, yeah I've, been, I've been in Stony Brook. You know, we not going. <laughs> good times, good we, times. we going. That's that's some that's some brother stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, you 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 want to get an experience with as much sports as you can, so that when you get to the level you want to be, you've seen a lot of different ways that people get hurt. You know, the thing I like about medicine, the body's never going to change. You know, you work in the stock industry, you know, there's trends up and down. You work in, you know, even computer science, oh, you know, there's you always that. new, yeah, you know, there's always new codes and programs coming out, right? Bro, like programming languages are crazy. Yeah. 
So, you know, our world is ever evolving, but the most beautiful thing about medicine, the human body is never going to change. There's 500 something muscles, there's 206 bones, you know, however many ligaments, you're not going to find a new one. True. So the good thing about it is play football, soccer, swimming, diving, basketball, football, soccer, you know, you, you're going to see a lot of the same injuries now. you got to be able to understand how they happen, though, because the number one question you're always going to get is, well, how did it happen? And sometimes it doesn't matter. You know, sometimes you, you don't need to know how it happened. You just know what happened. But, you know, sometimes you do need to know when insurance wants to know, you know, how did it happen? Could we have prevented it? So, you know, I've worked with uh, I've worked with Stony Brook men's football. I've worked with the Stony Brook club teams at their rec center, so lacrosse, uh, men's and women's, and rowing teams, and rugby teams. I have worked with high schools at Brentwood in Long Island, and uh, I also work with Stony Brook softball team. I finished up my undergrad and then went on to Kentucky. I uh, was working with the track and field team for two years, and then uh, this past year I was working with volleyball, women's basketball, men's basketball sometimes, uh, softball. So, uh, you know, there's been a lot of sports that I've covered. And, uh, so you, you know, see the Kentucky basketball players? You know, so the thing is, I work at Kentucky State University. State, okay. You know, but I have spent time at uh, at UK every now and then, okay, okay. you know, at track meets. And uh, I was fortunate enough a couple of years ago to cover the Big Three League for Ice Cube. Wow. So that was pretty dope. I want to work in the NBA. So, you know, I got to see... First person I met actually was Rashard Lewis, you know, and uh He still got the ball spot? Nah, my man's my man's got the nice cut. You all, know? Right, all right, all right. Yeah, he no, was I a, mean no 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 shade on Rashard Lewis. Yeah. Some I remember him as Yeah, you know, I don't want to say too much because I ain't trying to get a HIPAA violation yeah, or yeah. But uh my man's was cool, you know, he was he was doing what he was doing in there, let's say that. I don't but you know, I was able to see Rashard. I met Kenyon Martin. You know, a lot of NBA players, and it really kind of validated where I want to be because the whole environment was real dope. And what I really liked is the athletic trainer. You know, I ain't trying to get all the spotlight. You know, they the players. They gonna get the spotlight anyway. But the dopest thing about it was like everybody was like, "Yo, what up, bro?" Like, you know what I'm saying? It was genuine love to the dude. You know, and sometimes you think in the pros, dudes is real like a holes, but you know, there's a lot of genuine good dudes out there and you got to realize like you know you're a grown individual whether man or woman in the pros your ego is what got you nice so you ain't gonna let that go but you know when you can mesh with a pro athlete it's nothing like it man that's dope that's dope so um this is called fragmented tech talk i'm interested what like tech do you use doing this do you use any tech at all i mean my personal life i mean i'm appled out Apple the, man, oh, I got an iPhone. I'm sorry, bro. Team I know. Android. <laughs> I love you, though, bro. But I know, Android. I know you've been heavy with the Android, yeah, bro. Yeah, but yeah. um, I got a, I got an iPhone, and it just fits my lifestyle. You know, I'm always gonna keep the iPhone. I like to FaceTime. I, yo, I be having athletes FaceTime me, bro. That's what's up. I be nah, that's not what's up, bro. I be, I be home. Oh. Ten o'clock. Hey, Dave, my butt hurt. Your son. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Oh, for butt. Yeah, <laughs> man. What I'm supposed to do with that? It's ten o'clock, bro. Like, go some ice on it or something like that yeah, but yeah no i mean uh you know i got an iphone a couple years ago i got an ipad uh okay. i use a work computer it's an hp i do okay, wish okay. it was a little bit more optimized but you know windows is always a pretty good software to have so like, you know how, do the, how does the computer act like what, what like do you use like any specific like, programs like is there like this is like a, you have like a chart oh yeah yeah so um every uh every 
health related medical field now I think a few years ago it was mandated that you have to go to what we call EMRs, electronic medical records. Okay. So if you go to the doctor right now, that's why a lot of times, you know, you used to go to the doctor, you know, da da da, gets you a prescription, he gives it to you, yeah. and you got to bring it to the pharmacy. But they send it over. These days now, they yeah. send it over electronically, so they got these systems. You know, your doctor got your chart on the computer. It's cleaner, you know what I mean? You know, you don't got to have file cabinets, you know, taking up your space. And, you know, because in the medical field, um, I don't know. I honestly don't know if this is medically worldwide or around the country, but you have to keep certain documents for a certain amount of years. Mm. So our athletes, we got to keep it for seven years. So, you know, the, the actual handwritten copies, we got to keep them, but also the electronic medical records. So it's it's good and it's kind of bad because the electronic medical reds for me and my job we've switched uh different services about three times so i've had to learn how to you know how to use three different types of software you know there's always kind of kinks in it and we email every now and then to some of the people that do support so it does get real t you know okay. uh I, to tell you some of the services one of them is called sims s-i-m-s another one is called a track a-t-r-a-c and uh, the one that my job currently uses right now is called Healthy Roster. So, you know, I've had to learn three different like types of software. You know, it, it sounds cool. It sounds cool, but everything got its cons, you know what I mean? So, uh, good thing is we grew up in this society. So, you know, I'm able to just adjust to it. And in terms of the software on my job, I, uh, I use a laptop because I'm always on the road. So, you know, I'm able to have a laptop at work, but I do have a dock, which is really cool because I get to, you know, throw two screens up at my job. And, you know, on the busy days, I can have a chart opened up and my injury report charts. So that's another thing that we do. Sometimes people get softwares, but I like to, you know, make my own charts and send those emails to coaches and such. So I, I usually do that on Excel, you know, okay, okay. and you can kind of create your own type of chart to send to them and get your updates in every day. And then, you know, and sometimes, you know, athletes like to watch sports shows. So I throw, I throw first take up on the one screen, you know, and have the other screens so I could do my work. You know, it's, it's, it's a way to get them to drown out and focus on their rehab sometimes. So technology plays a big part. You know, I got the healthy roster on my phone. I could, uh, you know, if somebody gets a concussion, I could do a concussion test from my phone. You know, they're trying to get tablets to us now so we could do a lot of work stuff on our on our iPads or whatever tablets they want to provide. So, I mean, technology goes a long way, man. It's hand in hand and whatever we do. Like, there's no yeah. way you can around it. So, it's dope for sure. That sounds dope. That definitely does. So, um, one thing I forgot to ask, in case someone's listening and... Yeah, I'm gonna ask, yeah for sure, bro. listening and they want to know, like, and the steps, like, education-wise... Like, what would they need to do? Well, I mean, I'm not it's became a little bit tougher here in the last couple of years. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I got a bachelor's in athletic training. Mm -hmm. So that's probably like your main basis, you know, people that you see running on the court helping the athlete that person that's there day in and day out is an athletic trainer okay. not to be confused with a personal trainer or yeah. a physical therapist you know physical therapists go and get what we call dpts you know they go for higher like, education to school okay. personal okay. trainer me and you can go be a personal trainer right true, now true. if we want but an athletic trainer you know you go through four years of school However, your program is. Mine was a two-year program at Stony Brook. Sometimes they're three-year programs. Okay. But you got to go through like really rigorous schooling. You got to uh, go through a lot of classes, and you usually have to uh, do a lot of clinical hours. At my school, we were required uh, to do 200 
in 50 hours every semester so that equated to about it was a ton bro it it equated to about 20 hours a week at minimum but they didn't cap anything out at the maximum so you could put in 20 hours in three days and that's not the end of your week wow you know what i mean so it is a lot and it kind of sucked a little bit you know you in your undergrad you want to be able to enjoy college but when you look back on it you know i got some people that you know they did the bare minimum at some schools and you see they don't come out as really good clinicians and the experience really helped me so once you do that you hit your senior year you got to take what we call the boc which is the board and it's a nationally standardized test, uh, about 175 questions. They give you four hours to take it, and uh, you got four hours. Oh yeah, four hours, man. Wow, that test is serious. Yeah, I, you know some people, some people have finished it in like an hour and a half. But me, when I took it, I it, it took me because you're able to flag questions, and oh, like go back. Okay. So I made sure like whatever I didn't understand, the flag they go back. Go so back. it took me like about an hour and a half to finish the test yeah and then i went back and flagged and answered all my flag questions and then i went back one more time and ran through everything you know every now and then you might want to change an answer but i try to stick to my gut feeling so i took the whole four hours but i mean you got to pay money to take the test you got to oh wow it's at least 330 dollars so oh man you don't want to fail that test i keep taking it over and over yeah Yeah, you got to pass that on the first try but i mean you know what it's rigorous schooling but luckily for me uh they do it in two testing periods so usually the first testing period is in april second one is between may and june i decided to do may and june give myself some extra time to study in 2016 and pass on my first try okay okay so after after you went to stony brook um what what's the next step like how what do you go about do you apply for jobs straight from there or? well so what happened man i was um i took a took about a month went to dc i know you like dc I went to D.C. for my third time. I bet, man. I'm trying to get there, bro. Yeah, I'm I'm going 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 next week. You went to the real level. You going to Cali all the time. I got to get there. You know, I uh, was looking for a job after about a month. You know, just take some time. Just, you know, take some time. I was, uh, you know, just trying to enjoy life a little bit. I've been in school for so long. And then uh, I was looking for a job, got a job interview at this place in, uh, I think it was Babylon in Long Island. And I get an email from my professor because she always emails us once you become a colleague. You know, it's so dope how you go from student to colleague. You know, now you become a colleague. So she sends a lot of job opportunities. And I actually had to go back to Stony Brook. So let's say, you know, I get the job interview on a Monday and it's set for Wednesday. I went to Stony Brook on a Tuesday turn in my paperwork so they could submit to the state basically so they could tell new york state hey this guy graduated from my program you know he could be certified in the state so i spoke to about three professors and three of my clinical instructors i said hey you know i'd like to work at this job it's really good money but i just got an email about this graduate assistant position in kentucky and it's paid for so you get your master's paid for and as a grad assistant you always get a stipend so I asked everybody, like, what do you think I should do? You know, you know, I'm from Brooklyn. You know, I like to help my family out. You know, that's my biggest thing. But, you know, I want to work in the NBA. So what's the what's the move? And it was a master's of sports administration. So a little bit different because I want to be a physical therapist. But, you know, sometimes you got to go a different route. True, true, true. You know, you never know. And everybody, get your master's, man. 
Yeah. I mean, it was paid for. I'm gonna get paid. That's a beautiful. You thing. You know, you can't you can't turn that down. That's a beautiful thing. I'm so, gonna have to pay for mine too. Yeah, man. Yo, try to get somebody to pay for it, bro. Yeah, I, I, that's I hope so. That's somebody. the way. Ain't no financial aid for master, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, bro. Man. But uh, yeah. So I, I I go back home, and uh, turns out I'm in competition for the job with actually my friend that I just graduated with. We were in wow. the same program. So, you know, he's real humble. He calls me and tells me, hey, bro, just want to, you know, give you a heads up. I'm applying for the same position, so good luck to you. And I was like, appreciate you, bro. We actually hung out that same day. So I find out the next day he gets the job. And I, I think my mind kind of was shifting a little bit to try to, you know, see if I could leave New York. I had just dealt with some personal things yeah. in my life, and I was trying to see if New York was still the move for me. Okay. And uh, I went to talk to my mom told her straight up i got home i was like hey i think i'm going to kentucky she was like you sure and my mom and man if y'all don't know haitian moms or caribbean moms like it was a fight to get me to go to stony so i thought she was gonna go crazy once yeah, she heard kentucky yeah, yeah, kentucky yeah. <laughs> where's that you know i want your baby to go to kentucky yeah so yeah I... with the, the tornadoes we had yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, cows yeah. and all that but uh she was cool she was like you sure i was like yeah i think so so I, she said she was like call your pops my dad was in Haiti at the time. I called him and I told him. He was like, so go. He was like, you went to Stony Brook for four years. What's Kentucky? Too? Yeah, true, true. He was like, you're paying for your school, right? He was like, you just got a degree. Go get another one if they're paying for it. True. And like in three weeks, like that was the beginning of August in 2016. Three weeks, I moved down to Kentucky. Uh, did my master's for two years at Western Kentucky University. Really beautiful school. I never saw it till the day I graduated. For real? Yeah, never went on campus. My whole master's was online. Wow. So going into tech, do your master's online. That's what I. Can. That's what I wanted to do because I feel like it saves money. Man, you don't have to worry about room and board. A lot of times they call them cohorts. You know, special words or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes some of the classes they'll mail you your books. I don't buy books, wow. bro, at all. I buy no books in college. Wow. So you know, sometimes they mail you the books. And, you know, in a master's program, especially online, a lot of the teachers are real understanding. So when I moved to Kentucky, I didn't have nothing. You know, I didn't have Wi-Fi for a couple months. I didn't have a car for a few weeks. So a lot of times I was doing my homework at my job. And my job is so busy, I can't really do it during the day. So once I got a car, sometimes I would go home after working 9 to 7. And I would go back to my job 8, 30, 9 o'clock trying to do homework at my desk. You know what I'm saying? And uh, technology is a beautiful thing. Once I was able to get the laptop, once I was able to get the Wi-Fi, I was able to start doing my homework from job, from uh, from home. And, uh, you know, professors understand because a lot of people, you know, married with kids doing these programs and whatever. And one of my professors, he was like, man. Just make sure you submit everything before the semester is done. So that's nice. Yeah, it's, technology nice. is crazy. It's really crazy, but I mean, it works if you make it work for you, bro. You know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was able to get that master's, and uh, you know, we're just trying to see. He's what a the humble next guy. He is. never mentioned that humble guy. Humble guy. Yeah, yeah. I told you. I told you. I tried, bro. I tried. I told you. I told you. So like, um, where do you see yourself in about like? Like, do you have, like, a five-year plan, ten-year plan in your career? Working in the NBA. Working in the NBA? Working in the NBA. By any means necessary. By any means necessary. Don't rob Palenka people from what we heard. What you said? Don't rob Palenka people from what we heard. Nah, bro. (laughs) I ain't trying to do all that. I I, I don't know what he does, but I'm just saying based on, you know. Man, they say that this dude, to go on a tangent real quick, they say that this dude had a deal. I forgot what the trade was, but he had a deal 
he had a handshake agreement I heard. to trade somebody to this team. Star player. I can't remember the name of him. And reneges on the handshake deal. And they cut ties with the dude. Mind you, he just uh he he had just got Kobe signed as his agent. That's this crazy. is before Kobe blows up. So he goes, Alright, cool, y'all don't wanna, you know, do the deal with me anymore, that's fine. Kobe's my client, I'm taking him with me. Kobe blows up, this guy blows up. But, you know, I was just telling somebody yesterday, you can't always cut people out, man. Yeah, America, yeah, yeah. I understand it's, it's cutthroat, but you always got to have people. You need people. You know, that's why you hear a lot of people on TV saying they ain't going to do business with Rob. You know, luckily he got AD, though. I don't know how he's yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, yo, speaking of the NBA, like, there are two injuries that I know we've seen recently. Yeah. And I want to get, like, yeah, I want to get your take on, like, that. Rupturing his Achilles and Clay tearing that ACL. Yeah, yeah. You know, How long you think it'll take? And then like it's terrible. Yeah. You know, there are some things you never want to see for star players in the NBA. But you know, it's interesting. Um, you know, a lot of times people think that the athletes really don't want to play. You know, at that level, you know, they've worked their whole lives to get there. Yeah. And I work at a Division two school. You know, and without getting into too much HIPAA. I've worked with a few athletes that have worked their butts off after yeah. major knee surgeries. Wow. You know, I'm I'm working with somebody right now who's had two knee surgeries already. And to kind of go back to what I foreshadowed about, you know, she was somebody that I personally got on the court with, helped her do drills and, you know, try to get her back. And it was a beautiful thing to be able to see, you know, she didn't play much this season, but got to the end of the season and uh you know first game back i have been telling her like you know i've been telling her for months this is the player i see you you being game buckets and doing everything you need to do and i've never seen her play basketball before and the first game back she gets like 15 points wow you know we win the game three games later we're in our first game of the tournament and she uh has the game winning shot to win the game we was down by one she comes down doesn't even think one dribble pull up bang and guess what? Her only two points of the game. Wow. So that's that's, that's the best two points you, you could know, ever have. That's the best two. Yeah. Unfortunately, next game goes down and tears up her knee. Oh man. So you know it's 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 it's, it's crazy though because she's already kind of shown that she wants to come back regardless of all the surgeries. Yeah. So you know it's a it's an interesting dynamic that you. These athletes, you know, people look at them and wonder, does he want to play? You know, should he play? And I understand there's a lot of money in it. You know, it's KD. But, you know, you put in time. You know, if somebody tells you, you, you probably won't get hurt again. You know, at that point, yeah. sometimes it's up to the athlete. But, you know, it's a multi-million dollar thing. So not to go too crazy, uh, you know, it's a shame. But uh, sometimes you got to be more careful. You know, we see athletes right now taking at least eight to nine months with an Achilles. I personally have not seen an Achilles tear yet in my field, but I mean, you know, you saw DeMarcus Cousins took about six, yeah. seven, eight months. I think KD should take his time, man. Just take as much time as he needs. Yeah. You know, one thing that I saw a lot of people saying is that, uh, you know, they thought it was an Achilles injury on the first time that he got hurt, the came back he and he tore his Achilles. Yeah. You know, uh, one thing I want people to understand is the Achilles is an extension of the calf muscle. Mm. They're both one and the same. Thank you for spreading so light. So when you, you know, when you stand on your tippy toes, you use your Achilles, but what you're primarily using is your calf. But you still use your Achilles. Okay. Yeah, your calf... We call it the gastrocnemus, 
okay. starts on the back of your you know you feel it the big the big muscle on the back of your leg yeah and it goes all the way down and attaches to the back of your foot your heel yeah we just call it the achilles okay the achilles tendon is an extension of the gastroc they're one and the same so when you tear your achilles tendon you cannot use your gastroc muscle mm. so you know um you know, people saying that, you know, it's, I'm not an NBA doctor, I ain't going to go crazy, but saying that they're not connected is not necessarily true. Now, can you hurt your Achilles without having a calf strain? For sure. You can do any injury without something prior. But with him having a calf strain, it's kind of tough to be able to put him out there again because yeah. you definitely predispose him for an Achilles injury. So you think he sacrificed for the team? Even I mean, if, you know, yeah. uh, it's, a, it's a shame. You know, they won that one game. Yeah. But, you know, I think because he went out there, they was able to win that game. And then conversely, you know, they could have won game six. But I think yeah. the injury you're about to talk about was Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. You know, ACLs, they happen. You know, some a lot of times they happen non-contact. You know. He had 30. In, in three quarters, man. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. So I was over in Europe. And I wasn't even watching the game because they don't. Europe, y'all got to get it together, bro, because we can't even watch NBA games over there. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, he tore, he tore his ACL, and now he's out eight to nine months after all that work. It's a shame. Man. But, you know, if you put in the work, you could be right back at that point. All right. Well, thank you for your input. Thank you for the interview. Dope interview, man. I hope to have you on another time. My brother, man, I appreciate it. I feel like, you know, I told you this this is real. This is for us right here. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I watch podcasts all the time, listen to them. And I can't thank you enough. I've been trying to get on here forever just to support, bro. I'm so, glad to have you on. Finally, man, finally. I, Mr. I know, International. Right? I'm trying, bro. Finally. So we gonna, we gonna I got to be like him this, when I grow up one we day. We're going to try to make this thing happen again, bro. And I'm trying to be like you, bro. All right, all right. All right, take easy, people. All right, later, people.